Welcome. This is My Truth is a platform for honest, open conversations. The stories I share or that others share are often not spoken about or discussed, but once told, I believe they have the ability to shine a light on another perspective or a much needed conversation. These stories may make us laugh, some may make us cry, but together we will learn from one another and begin to heal. Because walls need to be torn down, masks need to come off, stories need to be heard in order for our truths to be told. This is my truth. Will you tell me yours? Hello, 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 podcast world. Welcome back to This Is My Truth. I am your host, Jesse Sherleff, and I haven't done a solo episode in a little bit, so I'm excited for this one. Even though I'm recording this at 9.45 at night, the day before I hit play to record or to, to release it. Um, but what I wanted to talk about today is getting comfortable with the uncomfortable, specifically hard or uncomfortable conversations. And you all know what I'm talking about, right? Like those moments where you're in a conversation and like someone is saying something and you just want to like, you're grinding your teeth. You're like, for me, like I'm sort of like, I have a terrible poker face. So people usually know when I'm like holding back, but you are, um, you know, trying to, wanting to say something and maybe not saying it or, um, you know, a a recent example for me is we just got over having COVID and I had to, um, contact these families, these parents that I either barely knew or just starting to get to know and let them know that we may have been unintentionally exposed them to COVID at a birthday party that we were at the day before my daughter started to show symptoms. And, it was terrifying for me to think about having that conversation. And all I wanted to do was avoid it. Like I did not want to do it. And it was one of those moments where I recognized this was going to be an uncomfortable conversation. And I had to put on my big girl pants and lean into becoming uncomfortable. I just shared another moment on Instagram recently where it was a few years ago and I, my husband and I had one of those like line in sand conversations and about our marriage. And I will never forget while we were walking our dog, having this conversation, the internal dialogue playing in my head and the internal dialogue looked something like, I need to tell him like what was running through my head. The running loop in my head was not this, not this, not this. I don't want this marriage any longer. I don't want what this marriage looks like. And so this is like the running loop in my head. And I know that I need to share this with him, but I also know that it's going to trigger his biggest fear. And I know that it is if I don't say something that I am going to resent it, I am going to like shove it down and it's going to come out in some other way, you know, months, years down the line. And I am going to replay that moment over and over again and regret not saying anything. I'm going to be resentful. I'm going to be angry and it is going to be a regret. And so I spoke up and I said, I want you, but I no longer want this marriage. 
And it was terrifying. It is still hands down one of the hardest conversations I've probably ever had in my life. And it sticks out though as this pivotal moment because it was also one of the moments where I realized that my voice had come back to me. I had finally found my voice in my marriage in a in a way that felt really comfortable for me. And I think about all of those moments where I've had I've leaned into conversations where I didn't feel like I was in my comfort zone, where I was worried about someone what someone was going to think of what I said, or I was fearful of um, being wrong or incorrect, or I just generally felt uncomfortable about the situation and wasn't quite sure how to lean in in a way that felt comfortable. And I realized that it was a skill. It was, it was a lesson that I needed to learn. It was a tools within my tool belt that I already had that I needed to lean into. And so I want to share some of those tools with you. And these tools can be applied to conversations that, um, are about numerous things. It could be, um, conversations around race, gender, um, vaccine beliefs. It can be conversations around, um, you know, feedback with your team or feedback with a direct report. It can be feedback to your partner. It can be a conversation that you're, you're avoiding having with yourself. And in so many of these conversations, um, the number one rule that I think about is why, why am I thinking about having this conversation? Why am I thinking about sharing this story? And I asked myself that because it needs to be coming from a place of intentionality. We, let's use that example with my husband. Like I could not have gone into that conversation with him expecting to strong arm him into the marriage that I wanted. All I could do in sharing what was on my mind was share what was on my mind and allow him to receive that and each of us come to the table with our own expectations and then hopefully be able to come together as a couple and decide what path we were going to move forward on. But if I had gone into that conversation, you know, thinking that I would be able to convince him to be the person that I needed him to be, there was no way that that conversation would have ended the way or our marriage would have ended the way that it it currently is, which is us it's still imperfect humans, still imperfect couple, but a couple who has committed to constantly checking in and working and on our partnership, which that's neither here nor there. I'm starting to digress. But the first tip, the first step is um, getting clear on your why. And in doing so, when you are about to speak your truth, it's about um, like checking in and willing and, and asking them if they're willing to have a conversation. It's about using I statements. I feel I've experienced how it impacted me in that moment, right? It is about your experience and, 
um, and how you are um, intentionally going into that conversation. For example, um, if I am sharing a story with somebody, I always ask myself, um, like, why am I sharing this story? Am I sharing it to get a reaction or am I sharing it from a place of, um, you know, just willing to share and not expecting anything to come, to come of it. Um, so asking yourself why and having a clear intention. The second thing, um, that I always do is leave your ego at the door. This is really hard, especially when you're going into a conversation where you believe you are correct. And if you're anything like me, you often feel like you are going into a conversation correct. But you need to leave your ego at the door. You need to really lean into um, being genuinely curious and actively listening to the other person. Don't listen to respond, but actually hear what the other person or people are saying. Really be curious about their perspective, why they feel that way. Um, and even if what that person is saying or the people are saying is triggering for you, aim for genuine curiosity to understand where they're coming from. And I think that those are so important because again, it helps you to understand other perspectives that you may not be thinking about otherwise. And then the last piece is to really sit in the conversation and mentally sort of accept what is helpful and what is not. So I often think about this from from a feedback perspective, right? When you're in when you're on the receiving end of potentially an uncomfortable conversation, for example, if someone's giving you some feedback and you might not agree with all of it. Again, first and foremost, be curious, like be curious about that feedback with that person. Be curious about the feedback with yourself Um, and accept what feels right and reject what might not feel right. You know, you have that choice to make that decision. So again, going back to that conversation that I had with my husband where we you know, where I spoke my truth and said, like, listen, I want you, but I no longer want this marriage that we currently have. Greg had that opportunity to sort of accept or reject that statement, right? I had the opportunity in that conversation to sort of accept or reject what was helpful. And it was in that ability for us to then come to the table, um, in a genuine and authentic way that I believe allowed us to ultimately end up where we are. But I also had to be comfortable with the idea that he might reject my statement and the outcome might not have been what I wanted. And I'm very grateful that the outcome was what I wanted and that we are still together, but I had to be okay that it might not have been. And I think about that a lot because what I've realized over time is 
I've learned that in all of these different situations that I've been in, all of these uncomfortable moments of all these ebbs and flows and ups and downs in my life, at the end of the day, when I am coming home to myself, I know that I will be okay. And it doesn't always feel like that in the moment. I'll, I'll own that. Um, but it's true. And so in all of these uncomfortable conversations, what I have learned is it is really about helping us to understand ourselves and understands others better because the reality is we all want to be seen and heard and understood and leaning into these conversations that maybe most of us want to avoid actually allows us to see ourselves and others in a different light and feel genuinely validated and empowered so I'm curious what uncomfortable conversations have you been avoiding if you're anything like me or and what are some strategies or tips that you use when you are leaning into uncomfortable conversations the other thing that i'll add is after i have an uncomfortable conversation i usually need some time to decompress like i need some alone time to really like sit and think about the conversation and i'm curious and be curious with myself because the reality is, is like when I don't lean into those uncomfortable conversations, I'm the type of person who like replays a conversation 9,000 different times and then thinks about what I should have said. And I do the same thing even when I do lean into an uncomfortable conversation, right? Like, should I have said that? Should I have said that differently? And so I need some of that time to decompress and really um, breathe in. The other tip or piece of advice is as you're having these conversations, breathe, just breathe. Um, it is a moment in time and you will get through it. So I'm curious, um, what uncomfortable conversations you have had and tips and strategies that you use and what are some uncomfortable conversations that you're avoiding as always? Um, if this conversation resonated with you, I'd love to hear more. Tell me, reach out and tell me more. If you think someone in your life needs to hear this conversation, please feel free to send this along. As always, feel free to leave a rating and review. But most importantly, think about um, the moments where you are reclaiming your voice, owning your stories, and speaking your truth. Because that is what this is all about. Have a good day, my friends. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. If something in the conversation resonated with you, please, please share it with a friend that you think needs to hear this conversation. Feel free to tag me on social media. Let me know how you're listening, where you're listening, and what resonated. Tag me at This Is My Truth Podcast or feel free to shoot me a DM. And because we're a new podcast and this shit matters, I would love for you to leave me a rating and review. Tell me how you truly feel. This entire podcast is about vulnerability and authenticity. So let me know how you really feel and give me some feedback. 
I really appreciate it. 